welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. This is a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot with practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Kerry, PR and Digital Engagement Manager at Carmen Digital, and I'll be your host today. You can listen to all of our other episodes on the usual platforms and subscribe by heading to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast to make sure that you never miss an episode. You may have noticed that Podspot is now hosted by Carmen Digital. We're really excited to announce the recent launch of our brand new agency. This podcast will remain the same and will continue to deliver more HubSpot themed episodes, but will now be honed by Carmen Digital. For more information on the new agency, you can head to www.carmen.digital. So let's get going with this week's episode. Today, we are looking at the future of the HubSpot CRM and what that means for customers. To help us understand this more, today I am joined by two fantastic guests. I have the pleasure today of speaking to John Pittam, Managing Director at Carmen Digital, and Caleb Busher, our Channel Account Manager at HubSpot. So welcome, Caleb and John. It's great to have you back so soon, John. And Caleb, it's lovely to have you on as a first-time guest. We're definitely looking forward to speaking to you more about the CRM. So welcome. How are you both today? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really well. Really good. Thanks, Gary. Great to hear. So I think we'll jump in with the first question and I think we're going to take it back to basics. So before we get into the future of the CRM, I think it would be really good to go back to basics for any listeners who perhaps aren't entirely sure exactly what a CRM is or perhaps don't have this listed on their long list of acronyms. So could you share some light on what a CRM is? Caleb, I'll come to you first. Yeah, absolutely. So very basically, CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management, and it does exactly that. It's a software that helps you manage the relationships that you have with your customers. And more specifically, I think it's a software that keeps all of your customers' information and every interaction that they have with your brand all in one place. It's going to be quite difficult to follow that, isn't it, with a succinct <laughs> um, definition of CRM? Um, yeah, perfectly, uh, perfectly positioned, Caleb. I think, my, yeah, my view of that is, you, you know, it manages customer data that it, it, in its core sense. Lots of things around that, and of course, it's developing quite significantly in terms of CRM use at the moment. But yeah, spot on, Caleb. So, I guess, how has the concept of the CRM changed over recent years? What's its journey been, Caleb? I'll come to you. Yeah. Um, so I think the journey has been kind of an interesting one. And I wasn't unfortunately around, I don't think, when CRMs were first invented or came out. But I think <laughs> antiquatedly thinking it's more of it, it started as more of a Rolodex just to keep customers inf- information into it. And it's evolved over time to a digital Rolodex. The company I worked for before actually was on Goldmine CRM, if any of the audience remember what that was way back in the day. But uh, kind of a clunky system just trying to centralize that. And I think the concepts really changed from being just a place to store your customers' data that typically sales folks work out of to being more of a holistic customer platform where every interaction, whether that's with the marketing team, whether that's with the sales team or the customer service team, are all kind of captured in one spot. 
Yeah, and, and I'd, I'd kind of build on that so uh, and agree uh, to a great extent. You know, if we think about you talk about Goldmine, I can talk about Access Database. You know, unfortunately, I probably might have been around when CRM first developed, <laughs> Caleb, but uh, I shouldn't be saying that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Access Database was just holding data, allowing you to sift it, filter it, you, you know, work on certain parameters to, to create data lists, et cetera. And, and it's gone much further than that. You know, we kind of see CRM now as the backbone to the sort of kind of operational capability of the business in terms of anything that that is around the customer experience from the front end of brand awareness all the way through to you know delivering customer satisfaction that the, the crm almost is the backbone to all of that capability and where it's at now is its ability just to connect with other applications and other software so actually you start to bring everything together and that really is when it becomes quite exciting so it definitely sounds like a very formidable tool when it comes to using HubSpot and, and being a, a customer of the service as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, but but it takes a journey to get there. You know, you can't just buy HubSpot or any other CRM, you, you know, others are available um, <laughs> and, and kind of deploy it and, and then it solve all the problems, you know, it really needs to be properly thought through in terms of, of how the business uses it, uh, as Caleb said, within different teams, whether that's marketing, sales or customer services. But but when when all that comes together, then then it really does start to, to gel those parts of the business and, and give the the company a lot more capability in terms of delivering a far better customer experience. Yeah, great. And I guess that's the the user approach to it. But I think one thing I'm really interested in getting your opinions on is we know recently HubSpot has started adjusting their positioning from being a growth platform to a CRM platform. So why is that differentiation important? And do you have any insight into to why that decision has been made and why there's such a focus on the CRM platform now? I mean, my, my view of this, and, and Caleb obviously being within HubSpot probably has a, has a much better um, uh, answer to this, but my view is HubSpot, you, you know, historically came from a, an inbound marketing sort of place. Um, and therefore, it was a marketing tool with marketing automation, and, and, and it kind of solved for marketing teams. Uh, I think what we've seen with HubSpot's expansion of the product itself and the way they, they've, they've taken that journey is now actually it isn't just about the growth side of marketing and sales. It's become far more fundamental than that. You, you know, it is aligning itself with, not necessarily aligning itself, but but it's now taking on Salesforce and other CRMs, which actually traditionally are seen quite differently. So I think because of its capability, because of the product development, we've now seen it become something much more than it was. And I think that that for me is the, is the, is the direction it seems to be heading in. Yeah, I would just echo that, uh, John, you used the statement uh, backbone earlier in the conversation. I think that that's kind of exactly hitting the nail on the head. It's no longer, growth is an element of it, but it's no longer the only element of it. Having a CRM platform that can integrate with the rest of your business and really be that ship to steer your business the way that it needs to go. HubSpot's kind of evolving to be that holistic approach to it as a, opposed to just one facet of that. Yeah, I, I think my analogy, the way I'd, I'd see that is, you know, think about the iPhone. You know, historically, HubSpot might have seen been seen as an application on their phone. So, you know, a marketing application itself, and but it, not the phone itself. And I think what we're seeing now within businesses is HubSpot's now being seen as the iPhone itself. You know, it's got its own tools, which are, which are really helpful. But equally now, people are plugging other tools into that to, to give it far greater capability in the business. 
John, I'm going to steal that for my talk track moving forward. I love that. Love that analogy. <laughs> You'll be welcome. You'll be welcome. But I guess that does just go to show how important these integrations are and that it is something that people are really wanting to have with their CRM. It, it certainly sounds like it makes a real impact and a difference in terms of what is capable. So I guess from your perspective, I know HubSpot is constantly developing integrations, but do you see it as a, a really important part of that CRM? I, I think I do on a almost on a daily basis. It's again moving away from just one facet of your business to how do you run your entire business from a single platform? How do you get that single pane of glass to look into and see how your business is doing? So people have used the phrase before like solving the most business use cases with the least amount of technology involved. So rather than a Frankenstein system where pieces don't talk to each other, you're having to bounce around to different systems or softwares to get the information you need and then kind of piece together this puzzle separately, how can we consolidate that all, have a single platform where it plays well with other softwares and can have that holistic picture? Yeah, and, and I think and, and I think that plays well with other software is the really important point. You, you know, in most sectors, there are, there are usually pieces of software or tools that are specific to that sector. And I guess what we're trying to do is, and and they'll they'll you know deliver some really neat features for companies and pretty essential features for companies. But what I think HubSpot's roadmap is is really compelling is that it wants to talk to those different platforms because what it wants to do is to ensure that it becomes this this backbone. But actually recognizing that actually you're going to need this tool over here but actually if we can pull that data and that information back into hubspot where all your marketing sales and service and operations people operate then suddenly it just becomes a much more uh, compelling way to sort of run that whole customer experience but using the tools that need to sit outside of hubspot albeit connected yeah and i think that point on customer experience is a really important one and certainly with the pandemic we've seen digital transformation be catapulted to the forefront of a lot of business strategies and priorities and you know with that comes customer experience it's at the center of it and it's evolving more every day so I guess Caleb how has the pandemic and that forced acceleration of digital transformation how has that impacted customer experience expectations across different sectors yeah, I think the pandemic's really just accelerated that, right? We already saw the trend of that occurring. You've got businesses being predominantly pushed by the consumer side of things. So businesses like Amazon, Airbnb, Uber, I just discovered Deliveroo here in the UK and <laughs> Ireland. So food delivery services, they create such a beautiful customer experience when you're using their product or working with them. And that's been kind of the trend for a while now. Now that there's no longer a distinction between uh, brick and mortar, physical presence, face to face, and the digital presence. Now it's just all digital. That's all people interact with um, in the current time. So I think it's really just pushed that to the forefront for a lot of people and raised those expectations astronomically. And, and that comes, I think, as a result of two points. One is from the consumer side. If I'm experiencing something like Amazon trying to order something and then I go and work with a different business, my expectation is Amazon or whoever's leading in that experience category. So I'm comparing all other businesses to the market leader in experience, which raises the bar for everyone. And so you see that on the consumer side, but I think you also see it on the employee side as well. And especially with the work from home, there's less, again, there's a blurring of the lines between your personal life and your professional life. So people don't want to sit at their home and order lunch on delivery and have this great experience where they get their food immediately and it's super simple and then log onto their laptop for work and have to deal with some kind of clunky outdated software that they can't get to do what they want. So 
there's a blurring of the lines both personally and professionally and employee side and consumer side. Yeah, 100% agree with that. And I think the pandemic, has, has, as we know, accelerated that significantly. I was reading a report um, last week where it basically said that digital transformation or, or dig- digital adoption accelerated five years in two months last year within business, you know. Um, but it's also accelerated for consumers. You, you know, there were people using Zoom, you know, individuals using Zoom who've never used video conferencing previously. And, and now that's quite normal for them to use video conferencing. And I think this idea of, of digital is really important. You know, I a few weeks ago, I got a um, a form through from a from a supplier and, and I had to print that form off and I had to you know write on it and then post scan it and post and actually email it back to them um, because there was no portal well that was really frustrating for me and and you know I probably won't use that supplier again because actually I just want to go online I just want to you know put that data in and see the response immediately etc you know expectations are changing absolutely you know you order something from Amazon it arrives the next day if you then go to a supplier and and you know actually it's three or four weeks for them to package it and send it out to you then you know that becomes frustrating so uh, i think expect customer experience and expectations have, have changed dramatically um because of the pandemic yeah and i think caleb i'd just like to go back to a point you just made there around having an all digital present and comparing to to market leaders who are really raising the bar and it giving us a really good idea of exactly what is possible when it comes to digital i mean from a consumer perspective like you said, we see that every day with with your Amazons, etc. From a business leader's perspective, do you think that's applied certain amounts of pressure on them to to provide a good digital experience, not only for their customers, but also for their employees? And that be both internally as well as externally? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's pushed employers to help in that regard from the technology standpoint. Again, something that could have been brushed under the rug because everyone was working in an office or we've got this physical infrastructure in place to help kind of cover up these problems is now pulled away. Like now it's, we have to make this work somehow. And I think you're seeing a lot of companies, some adapting really well to that and pivoting and doing what they need to. And some of them really struggling through this standpoint. So I think it's, shining a light on maybe some problems that have been there before, but some companies are quicker to overcome than, than others. Yeah, I guess that there's all kinds of factors that, that feed into it, really, isn't there? You know, the size of the business, how far along they are in their digital journey and where that sits in terms of their priorities. So, um, yeah, really interesting point there. But yes, you know, going back to those those customer expectations, um, we've touched on a few. I'm sure there's there's many different types of expectations, depending on what kind of business you're dealing with. But what is it that HubSpot is specifically doing to solve or, I guess, support businesses with those challenges? changes. John, I'll take this one from the HubSpot side. At least I can speak to that. (laughs) Please do. Um, I I think a lot of it's just empowering the employees of these organizations with the tools that they need. So again, from an experience standpoint, it's very frustrating to try and do your job, nevertheless, from home with a million other things going on right now, um, when you don't have the tools that you need to execute your job effectively. So what HubSpot's really trying to do is How do we give these tools to employees? What are they missing in their day-to-day? And not only do we give them the tools that are powerful and let them achieve what they need to, but provide that consumer-grade experience. So it's a seamless going from Airbnb over into HubSpot, and you're using that same kind of seamless interface. Everything's intuitive. It's nice and easy and adaptable to you. So really trying to build out that platform to, one, give the tools to employees that they need, but also make it a, a nice user experience as well. Yeah, and, and I think on the back of that as well, you, you know, it's also 
providing employees with the information they need when they need it to do their job and, and actually removing from people that the sort of tasks that you know actually they're just time consuming and they're just human tasks that can be automated and that i think is where crms really helping and applications that plug into it is that suddenly you know um, as people we're adding more value in the roles we're undertaking because you know automation's coming to the fore and therefore you know it just makes life easy so i do think this this whole idea of making jobs I arguably say more fulfilling because you're not having to spend time painfully trying to find information or whatever or doing tasks that are just completely repetitive and you don't need to be involved in and could be automated i think that that makes a big difference to 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 employers and employees yeah i i definitely agree on that automation is a is something that can really revolutionize the way a business or a team works so really good point there john um so I know we've touched on, you know, the fact that HubSpot is now becoming a CRM platform and it's a really exciting time. And I'm sure there's lots of exciting things coming in, in that CRM roadmap. I guess today, you know, we've we've hit the jackpot, really. We've got a perspective from someone who is very much involved with that roadmap and also from a partner agency perspective. So what are the most interesting changes that you see coming in that HubSpot CRM roadmap? John, I'll come to you first for a change. <laughs> I was quite hoping you'd go to Caleb first on this one, actually. uh, (laughs) um, I I guess for me, I I really like where HubSpot has broadened the, the the capability of the platform from a you know moving from this kind of marketing inbound led into sales and service and and actually you know it uses this phrase of solve for the customer and and I think those those solving for the customer questions it can solve at a much higher level now. So this is where leadership teams are saying we need to be more digital and HubSpot is then kind of, you know, starting to think about that properly in terms of the platform's development to solve those much broader business challenges, not just the marketing challenges, not just the sales challenges, but the, the, those challenges that ensure a business runs far more efficiently across the whole piece. Um, so I, I really like where where it's taking it. So that, that whole piece around, um, and the other piece of this is around the API and the openness of the platform to uh, to be configured and, and aligned to other software and integrate that data and manage data transition, et cetera. That I think is, is, is where the real power of the platform comes. Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of echo that, I completely agree with it. From where I'm most excited is kind of in two different buckets. The first is really elevating that conversation for businesses, taking that next chapter where it's no longer sales looking over at marketing saying they're lazy and creative and marketing looking over at sales saying they never follow up or give us feedback on the leads. That this breaking down those walls and really kind of elevating the conversation. HubSpot's been promoting and trying to empower this new wave of chief revenue officers or rev ops, if you will, revenue operations, these positions that kind of much higher in the organization that deal with that end-to-end customer experience within a business. So giving that team and those new titles and employees the power to be successful in the role is one route that I'm excited for. And the other really touches on the capabilities that John mentioned. It's one thing to have a really beautiful user interface that's intuitive, nice to use, but if it doesn't have the capabilities to do what you need it to, it's kind of useless to you. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you have this really, really powerful piece of software, but no one can figure out for the life of them how to use it, or it's frustrating to use it, a poor experience, then it's not going to be adopted either. So HubSpot's really kind of taking this focus on the middle. Um, I'll throw out the one tagline that I'll use all episode, I promise. But <laughs> they, use, they say, uh, always easy to use, now deeply powerful. 
So not only is it going to be an easy to use software, but it's also deeply powerful. So consumer grade experience with business enterprise grade functionality on the back end of it. And taking that approach through not cobbling together through acquisitions and other tech stacks that we're going out and grabbing, but really crafting that from the ground up and building a solution that's going to thread that needle nicely. Yeah, I like that tagline. And I really like that point that you made about um, them, it kind of elevating those business conversations and breaking down the walls between sales and marketing. I guess we talk all the time about sales and marketing alignment, but it definitely sounds like a tool that's going to really help bring that to life and really help businesses align those two teams together, which, you know, once they are kind of on the same page and working together, it's, it's really powerful for any business. I think one of the things that, that's interesting in terms of the dialogue we're now having with with customers is that previously that used to be um, around revenue and generating revenue, and, and it still is, you know, there's a big piece around RevOps, et cetera. But actually, we're now almost in the same way talking about reducing operational cost. So, you know, not only are we talking about generating revenue, but now we have a platform where we can actually reduce operational costs. So when you, so that changes the conversation from your sales director and your marketing director into the FD, into the CEO, et cetera, because actually that's as exciting for people, you know, reducing costs as, as generating revenue. So that that's where I think that, um, you know, the interesting conversations are taking place now. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, anything that can help facilitate and really push those conversations to the forefront is definitely something useful for any team. So, so that's a great point. Um, I guess we've discussed in previous episodes when it comes to HubSpot and the multiple pieces of software that it provides, you know, planning and really strategically thinking about your approach to that software is essential. So, I guess in terms of the CRM, what should HubSpot users be aware of to make sure that they're taking advantage of what's in the pipeline for the CRM or or what should they be doing? So I think um, there's a couple different routes I would recommend, and I'm happy to provide links for show notes or anything after this. HubSpot's, there's one thing they're great at, it's producing resources and content, as we know. So there's lots of product updates come out on a monthly basis. Here's the latest and greatest. Um, I'm very fortunate. I feel like HubSpot pours a lot of effort and resources into development of its own tools. So it's constantly evolving to be better. There's constantly new shiny great things coming out with it so monthly product updates is a great spot we've got our annual inbound conference once a year where the the big splashes are made but really i think uh, leaning not to sound corny but on the partner uh, network that we have built out carmen digital as well of you know aligning it, it can be a powerful software but how does that translate and support what your business goals are or how does that match your business model working with a partner that truly understands what your business goals are, what your objectives, how you're trying to move forward, then compare that up with the HubSpot software so it aligns well and helps support you in that growth. So I'd say even getting in touch and working with partners, HubSpot partners as well. I didn't know we were paying Caleb for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There's one pitch, one pitch. I mean, I'll add to that. I I think that, you, you know, um, also HubSpot community groups. You, you know, there are now so many HubSpot users. I think, you you, you know, they went through 100,000 corporate customers or businesses using using HubSpot globally. Um, there are so many groups out there that, you know, whether they're on LinkedIn or Facebook or Slack or whatever, that, that you know, people sharing good practice. And, and it's a really open community. You know, I've got this challenge, I've got this problem, I've got this opportunity. Has anyone come across this? And, and everyone's ready to answer that. So, you know, yeah, partners are a great resource, but equally, you, you know, there are plenty of, of community groups out there that can really help people uh, internally develop the use of, of HubSpot. Yeah, it certainly sounds like, you know, once you're part of that HubSpot community, you're there to stay, you're, you're supported. It's a really 
nice collaborative environment. And, you know, if you need advice or just to reach out to someone to talk about something related to HubSpot, it's very easy to do so. I know from my perspective, I've I've definitely seen kind of the rise of this sort of community type approach with businesses. And I think it's something that we'll only continue to see more of. But I think it's a really great selling point of HubSpot's. Yeah, and, and I think that's a real cultural thing. And, and, and I think that that is part of the way that HubSpot wants to build its brand. You know, it, it is, you know, uses this term sold for the customer. It's, it's a very generous organization in terms of support and resource. And, and like any business, you're not going to get it right 100% of the time. But actually, you, you know, this this idea of of working together, listening and, and solving problems together is is really endemic to the way they run the business, which I think is fab. Yeah. And just to echo that, I think you mentioned the word community. I think that's spot on in a direction that HubSpot's trying to go as well. You see it just with the community groups that are all over the place, the meetups, but um, even through things like the Academy, the HubSpot Academy that we've put out there, I'm starting to see people being hired based on HubSpot certifications that they have on the resume. Um, more and more customers, as John mentioned, we just hit the 100,000 mark. Um, more customers are looking for more HubSpot users and people to join their company, people that are already familiar with the software as it gains prominence. So even building a community out through there, and I think just from a business standpoint, that's a great approach to have. It kind of elevates that community sense as opposed to just being a software that you use. Now you're part of this commu- this larger community around the world. Yeah. And I think the fact that they kind of measure partners on customer retention is a nice reflection of that as well, that it's not just kind of a, a sales pitch and that's it. It's it's really nurturing those relationships and continuing on in, on a long-term basis. Yeah. I, and I actually think that's become more important to them uh, over recent months and years. So I think that whole piece around retention, looking after the customer is, is starting to take more precedent in terms of um, their roadmap. Yeah, I think that's that's really telling the the point about those HubSpot certifications on on a CV. It sounds like a lot of people are just really investing, you know, finance into having someone who is an expert in that area and can really help build out that HubSpot proposition. Yeah. And just on the back of that, actually, I think, you know, we are talking about CRM here. And, and I think regardless of which CRM a company uses, I think the role internally for someone to manage a CRM, um, either as an advocate in a small business, but someone has that subject matter expert around the platform is really, really important. You know, the larger the business, you can start to recruit someone full time to to just look after the CRM. It's so fundamentally important to a business that I, I, you know, I don't think that people can adopt HubSpot and think that, oh, great, software's done. They've got to apportion some kind of responsibility internally to someone just to look after that, be the advocate, share best practice, and and, and then they'll get far more out of, of any CRM platform. Mm, and I guess, I mean, that could be a bit of a tough question. Um, if you were hiring someone to look after your CRM, what skills are you looking for? What do you think is going to make them really effective at managing that CRM and making it reach its full potential for your business? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, well, I, I think, you know, I mean, we often hire for attitude and, and, and that is, you know, alignment with our values, et cetera, and that still remains. But, you know, I think there has to be a real understanding of data. Um, you, you know, I think the person needs to be pretty logical because at the end of the day, it's a software platform and that's based on logic. Um, I think that there needs to be an understanding of process and and, and how technology and, and process marry up and how, how they work together. That they're probably the fundamentals. Um, and someone's a good communicator, you know, obviously, because there's usually a lot of training involved or working through stakeholders, et cetera, to provide good outcomes on the CRM. Um, I guess those are the, the, the key focuses for me just you know knowledge of data understanding of process and logic etc really important 
Yeah, that's great. And uh, I guess if we've got anyone listening that is keen on applying for a CRM position, they now know what to include on their CV to make them really stand out. Exactly. And drop us a line if they are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we all know your inbox is always open. So I'm sure people will take you up on that offer. Um, But I'm just going to come back to you to finish off, John. Um, I think we can't really finish this episode without referring back to our new agency launch. And I think it ties nicely into what we're discussing around the acceleration of digital transformation this year. So how has the awareness of that and also your insight into HubSpot and their evolving CRM, how did all those things impact the decision to bring Carmen Digital to life? Uh, yeah, good question, uh, Kerry. We're sort of sharing background to it. So, so clients first, which is you know historically who's been running this podcast, um, is a marketing agency. It, you know, always has been, and, and we've been on that journey as a marketing agency, growing nicely, etc. Uh, and we became a HubSpot partner a couple of years ago. You know, been quite successful and become a HubSpot Diamond partner. You know, ticking lots of boxes, great stuff. Um, but actually what was happening is we were we were really seeing a need from some customers to sort of to do the more sort of CRM and orientated piece around integrations and and you know uh, data management and that sort of thing and that didn't necessarily fit comfortably with clients first as a marketing agency so actually we made the decision and clients first plays very heavily in professional services uh, market historically it has done so that is re-engineering back into that sector as a, as a marketing agency and actually what we've clearly seen is the organizations and businesses that want to get the most out of a CRM, their needs aren't aren't necessarily just marketing orientated. Their needs are much broader than that from a sales and service delivery, operational capability, process re-engineering, data integration, APIs, etc. So so that's where Carmen Digital has has been born, if you like. You know, its tagline is unleashing the power of digital uh, for business leaders. So um, that's where Carmen Digital is going. And really, it probably mirrors HubSpot's roadmap for the for for the platform and the crm quite nicely so you know we've seen that opportunity and the needs of the customer um in in the same way hubspot has so that's really why why carmen digital has been born yeah very exciting time for for the whole team and lots of opportunity in the future for sure but i guess caleb it'd be interesting to know from your perspective i know you mentioned earlier that business goals are really important for all businesses so have you seen those goals shift similar to Carmen Digital, you know, our approach has changed. Have you seen that also happen with partners that you work with? Yeah, I think Carmen Digital is definitely kind of on the forefront of acknowledging that shift in the market and adapting to it appropriately of being that holistic conversation. So I think it's something that's becoming more and more relevant, how quickly agencies adapt to that kind of depends on the agencies themselves, but they're realizing that customers don't want to sit down and talk about how much website traffic you got or how many leads you got. They want to talk about the growth of their business. They want to see tangible results, reporting and analytics around holistically for the company. Like, where are we going? Are you helping us reach the milestones that we need to reach? Not just one small facet of that, but really on a kind of um, complete circle. So I think there's a shift in the consumer demand for it. Agencies are adopting at their own speed to it. But I think it's brilliant what Carmen Digital is doing here. We are paying him, Kerry. We must be paying him. (laughs) Just a little bit of a promotion in there for us. Lovely. Um, But no, it is a very exciting time. And I think we're only going to see that grow with with other agencies and their approach and the kinds of content that is then produced as a result. I think it's a really exciting time. And I, for one, I'm I'm looking forward to what Carmen Digital produces, but also um, other people in the market as well. I think it's going to be great. 
So that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much to John and Caleb for joining me today. I think that's been a really great overview of the HubSpot CRM and the general direction it is taking. And I think a lot of our listeners will have picked up on some great insight and some tips in there. So thank you so much to John and Caleb again for joining me. It's been really great and I'm sure we'll have you back soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gary. Enjoyed it. So if you did enjoy this episode, then you know what to do. Share it with your friends and colleagues. Let us know your thoughts on social media by tagging us at Carmen Digital. And you can also leave a podcast review. Don't forget you can subscribe so that you don't miss a brand new episode and we will see you on the next one. Thanks again for listening. See you soon.